Recently, I had an author notice how I am introspective and always looking for ways to better myself personally and professionally. I was sharing with him some ideas for a tweaked business model that I plan on rolling out in 2023, and he quickly noted how I am constantly refining and bettering all that I do. I really took that as a major compliment, and I've been reflecting on it ever since he told me. What he saw was growth, but what I'm doing is constantly reviewing. You see, the best businesses, the ones that are the most impactful and profitable and game-changing, are continuously looking for opportunities to improve. As 2023 knocks on the door very closely, I wanted to take a moment and discuss with you how you could look back to grow forward too. Hey, I'm Stephanie Fegger, and Empower is my middle name. Well, not really, but it should be. I believe that empowered people empower people, and I'm obsessed with empowering you, the nonfiction author, with impactful marketing strategies to help you take your important message and share it with those who desperately need it and want it and will buy it. As the owner and chief strategist of the Empower PR Group and the author of three books myself, including my new best-selling book, Make Your Author Impact, I have merged my love for reading books and writing books and marketing books to help nonfiction authors with laser-focused strategies and tactics to write books that sell, promote books to those who need and want them most, and build meaningful businesses from empowering messages. Think of this as your one-stop shop for marketing insights from an author who has been there, who has done that, and understands exactly where you are. So get your pins ready because I'm ready to empower you. This is the Empowered Author Podcast. Books mean business, literally. Over the years of helping authors with book marketing support, there's a commonality that I've picked up on, and it is this. Most authors do not realize at the moment that they are publishing a book, they are actually launching a business. Now, I realize not all authors take that one book and grow a massive business, and so that business might be contained to a single book. But for many, that book is a door opener to much, much, much more. In this season of the Empowered Author Podcast, I am talking about how a book can build or grow a business. And today I want to share with you a little bit on how reflection, going backward, can create forward momentum. As I sit here and look at my wall calendar, I'm reminded that Thanksgiving is near. And after that, well, it might as well be 2023. (laughs) Between holidays and birthdays around here, and side note, we have two children who have birthdays in December. All I have to do is blink and the rest of the year will fly by and be a thing of the past. During this busy time, however, I really like to reflect back on what's worked and what hasn't so that I can be methodical and moving forward next year. And I want to walk you through kind of the most simplest way I do that. Now, there are many different tools and resources you can use to get into the weeds of your business, the the accounting part, the sales part, your marketing, everything in between. But today I want to be very simple and highlight the way that I really take a step back to figure out how to make the right move forward. While books are our common denominator, the truth is that a book for us is merely a conduit to share a message, something bigger. You see, we have big goals. At least I do. I hope you do too. And there are people who need us, like need us. And a book is a tool that we use to make that happen. Our authorpreneur business, however, 
is larger than any single book could be. So when you are doing your reflection and when I'm doing mine, I really want us to think from the lens of business ownership. You can keep on your author hat, but put on top of it, maybe a derby fascineer, put on top of all of that, another hat. And that is the hat of CEO business ownership of an authorpreneur business. Today, I just want to toss out three questions for you to consider. And these are pretty hefty questions, but ones that I think will be good for you to sit with and reflect on. Each of them should also guide your reflection on your business. The one maybe you currently have and or the one you are looking to create. All right, let's dive in. My first question for you may seem a bit transactional, but I promise it's not. It also is one that when I ask authors can be a bit uncomfortable, but it's important. And it's this, are you making money? And if so, where? Inherently, money isn't bad. I feel the need that we have to just get that out. (laughs) A lot of authors I work with are uncomfortable with the concept of money. You know, giving a book away or writing a book or even marketing a book might feel like money is connected to it. And it is, but money in and of itself is not bad. In fact, making money can be great. It can be amazing because making money can mean that you are able to help more people, that you are able to better support you and your family. It also will mean that you might be able to accomplish your own personal goals. Money isn't bad. Things that we do around money could be, but money in and of itself isn't. In fact, money is merely an exchange of energy. The dollar by itself doesn't have value. It is what we attribute to it. So the exchange of energy is what we're looking for. Are you getting in return what you're putting in and more? Is it compounding? Is it stagnant? Is it like the stock market? I don't want to go there, right? (laughs) But, or is it going up? Is it getting interest? Is it growing? While some entrepreneurs are uncomfortable making money, some aren't. And I would encourage you to get more comfortable with making it. Well, with that in mind, though, if money is something that you struggle with, it's probably a mindset you have around money. And I would highly encourage you to sit with that and uncover why you're uncomfortable talking about this. Money mindset issues are something so many of us have. And if this question is hard for you to sit with, I would reflect on that. All that to be said, if you aren't making money, your energy will fizzle out and that goal that you had to change lives just won't happen. I hate to, I hate to break it to you. Hate to say that, but it is true. Money is a motivator. It is a driver. It allows you to continue moving forward. Without it, you will choose something else to spend your time doing. And I don't know about you, but I don't think that's really why we're in the business of authorpreneurship, right? Money helps you keep the lights on and your doors open. So my question is, are you making any? And if so, where? If you aren't making money, I want you to ask yourself, why? Why aren't you making any money yet? Is it because you haven't told anybody about your book or your business? That is a commonality when I'm working with authors. Is it because maybe you have offerings that aren't in alignment with what people will actually invest in? Maybe it's that you're telling the wrong people about your offerings. Maybe those aren't the ones that'll actually take action. Maybe it is that you are spending more than you are making. And if so, what costs could you cut? That's one of my favorite parts of the year. 
of what I do this year is I always take a look at all of the things I am investing money in for my business and in life. And what can I cut? That's a quick way to make some money is to stop spending it. Now, if you are making money, I want you to ask yourself this. What are your biggest money makers in your business? Is it a specific service offer? Or is it a specific book? If so, ask yourself why. That can be so enlightening. What is it about your biggest money makers that make them your biggest money makers? In fact, it may uncover that you have an offering you could take more deeply or build upon. How could you do more of that unless of what's not working? Even though this is not the time, the spring time of the year where we think about pruning and weeding, it is the time in your business when you should. What can you pull out of your business that is not bringing in the exchange of energy, that money that you need to keep the lights on and doors open so that you can do more of what is working? My second question for you is, where are you getting the most energy? I always tell authors when they ask me questions like, what social media platform should I be on? For instance, I always say, well, what do you like being on? And then I say, what I would encourage you to do is evaluate what you like being on and what your target readers are on and see where those two converge. Because here's the deal. If you do not like being on a place that your target readers are, or if you like being in a place that your target readers aren't, you will struggle because you are not, you're either putting energy in or not putting energy in the areas that you like or don't like. So there is common ground and knowing what gives you energy can be a driver in your business's long-term success. So let me ask you, do you keep track of the things that you do? I figure that's probably just an oddity of me and early in my business and actually just in my career, I found that marketing is a tough job to be able to track. You know, I would go home early in my career and feel like I didn't make any movement. I didn't do anything, but I had worked all day and I was tired. So I started keeping a word document of all the things I was doing just to make myself feel better. <laughs> I know I'm, I know I'm weird. Now I leverage a tool like toggle where I keep track of the hours I spend and on what projects. And it helps me at the end of the year, keep track of the things that I'm doing and what I'm spending energy in and time in so that I can see if I have a return on investment there. Now I share this because many times I find authors are trying to make momentum, but they're doing it through churn. They are just moving the cogs in the wheel. They're just doing all the things people say they're supposed to be doing. They may look like they're doing a lot of stuff, but it is energy sucking and it is also not creating money or impact. Don't do something just to do it. Do it with purpose. So I want you to evaluate all the things that you're doing. Out of all of those things, I want you to dig into what gives you energy and what doesn't, what fills you up and what drains you. Now, there's some things in your business you're going to have to do, like, I don't know, client work, if that's a part of your business or social media promotion or website updating, right? So how can you realign some of that where it doesn't take all of your energy? Evaluate from that, what is sucking your energy and not giving you a return? So I want you to think about this. This is something when I am on stage talking about perspective, I always like to highlight. I always pull up a bottle of water. You should bring it on stage with me. And I use it as a tangible example of the fact that every week you are given a limited sum of energy 
and time. Believe me, if I continue to ask God to give more hours in the day and he's not listening. So you look at a full bottle of water and think of it like a Monday when you open it up and you're ready for the day and you're ready to get going for the week. Many of us think that, well, I will work really, really hard and maybe I'll get up early the next day and I'll just keep putting energy in. But the reality is, is you only have a bottle of water of energy that at the end of the week, if you have used all your energy up by Thursday, you might go kaput on Thursday and Friday. My previous coworker and I would always evaluate why we were so tired on Thursday. And it's like, oh, I don't know, maybe because we did 40 hours in three days instead of extended. But that's a story for another day. I want you to think about that as your energy tank too. There is only so much energy you have. So you should use your energy wisely and see where you get energy and where you don't. So ask yourself, what gives you energy? And where you find that, that is life-sustaining. It will actually breed more energy. It can be a catalyst for innovation. And if it merges with the needs of your clients and your readers, oh my gosh, you have just hit a marketable solution. What doesn't give you energy? I would want you to evaluate if you need to do it at all. You may not need to do it at all. And if you do, if it is a requirement for your business and its success, Could you get help for it? Is it something that you could have somebody else help you with? I learned the hard way that the things that I thought were energy sucks, but that had to be done. Other people thought were energy giving, life-sustaining, energy pouring into them. Yes, there are people who enjoy doing what you don't. My third question for you is this. What are you hearing? So the best marketing advice that I give people isn't so much things I'm able to tell them. It's the reminder that they should stop talking and start listening. What is your current clients and readers saying? What are your potential clients and readers saying? They will tell you what they want. They will tell you what they will invest in. My bigger question is, are you listening for it? So what do you hear people saying that they need from you? They'll tell you. And are you the right fit for providing it? Now that's where you get to decide, is that an energy gift for you or an energy suck for you? So you might not be the right fit. So could you create a solution or provide a direction for a solution? This is where the authorpreneur equation is beautiful. This is where you find, what are you fantastic at? What is your value and your skill set? When you add that with the needs of your target readers and clients that sometimes they won't articulate, but they will tell you in other ways, if you're listening, you will identify a marketable solution. As you look towards 2023 and years ahead, evaluate the things people are saying that they are struggling with. Are you the right answer? Are you a solution for them? And if so, could that make marketable sense in your authorpreneur business next year? Money is merely an exchange of energy. Energy is limited and something that only you can decide if it's something that is valuable in your world. And the best tool in your marketing toolkit for your business, as you do reflection, is your ears, is listening. Those three together can be drivers of what you could and should be doing next year.
There are oodles of processes I have used to plan for the upcoming year in my business. Each tool is insightful and leaves me with things to consider. A few of my favorites are, I always have a wall calendar. I always schedule CEO retreats four times a year for myself. And I always take a deep dive look into my accounting and my success metrics and KPIs to evaluate if I have achieved success, if I have been the most impactful and what my areas of opportunities are. But also I have found when it comes to my book, my entrepreneur business and my growth, focusing on where the best exchange of energy comes from, where my energy is best utilized and what my clients are asking for and what I'm still not being the solution of that I could be, provide me direction that I need to make the biggest impact. And I think it might for you too. Now, I love talking to authors about this and I have many ways that I could pour into you and your business as we wrap up this year. Our one hour marketing strategy calls are super, super effective for this as are our VIP days. They could be great solutions. We have a limited number of each available by the end of November. I believe that empowered people empower people and I've empowered you. Now it is your turn to empower others. 